Is Instagram killing off likes? And what does that mean for the Instagram generation? What's up, guys and girls? Welcome back to episode four of the podcast Mquan Talks with me, your host, Mquan. This is the podcast where we explore the intersection between technology, online culture, and living in the modern age. Now, before I go any further, a big, big welcome to you all out there. If you are listening to me, this is the fourth time, hopefully, you have listened to me, but this is actually the first time that I'm filming this for my YouTube channel. So you can watch me, or if you prefer to listen to me, then check out all the links down below to where you can find this podcast. I think I'm actually on every uh, podcast uh, platform that is out there, or major podcast platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, oh, I don't know, uh, Podcast Master, whatever, a few others, uh, you should be able to find me. Um, this is not the final setup. I still need to get myself a mic. I still need to set up a space in this studio room that I'm using using currently, but it will have to do for now. So yeah, just be easy on those comments. I hope the audio quality is um, up to standard and you can listen to me or watch me throughout the period. But anyway, on to the subject at hand. We are talking about Instagram and some major, major news has come out of the recent Facebook developer conference that took place at the beginning of the week. Uh, this is a conference that takes place once a year where Facebook announced some changes to their products and Instagram is one of those products. Now they made some major announcements when it comes to their main platform, which is Facebook and also to WhatsApp. But I wanna focus in this podcast on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is the platform that is, I think, one of the, if not the hottest social media platforms. I think if you compare it with Snapchat, uh, Twitter, even Facebook, um, Instagram is one of the platforms that I see most people using and spending a hell of a lot of time on. So what I want to do in this podcast is address a couple of things. Number one, what exactly has Instagram officially announced about killing off likes? That's the first thing we're going to talk about. How does that impact, you know, the influencer marketing or influencer industry, which is a multi-billion dollar industry? And number three, how does it impact us? And what does that mean for the platform itself? So those are some of the questions that I want to explore. All right, let's start off with the first one, which is what exactly has been announced? Well, uh, at this developer conference, um, we had this... Uh, sort of information given to us that a lot of these rumors appear to be true. Instagram is going to not completely kill off likes, but they're going to hide the like number from public view on your posts on Instagram. And they're going to sort of replace it or exchange it with um, a look at the bottom of these people have liked this post and it, the number is going to be hidden essentially from public view. My understanding is content creators will be able to see exactly what number of likes they've got, but it's going to be hidden from the public view. And uh, one of the things that was mentioned at the uh, developer conference is the fact that if you go in and you can physically see the people that have liked it, but then if you really wanted to, you could perhaps scroll down and count them one by one just to get a number. Um, and this is interesting because the other thing that was mentioned was the fact that this isn't going to be rolled out internationally yet. It's going to be only rolled out in the Canadian market. And they're going to be testing this, to my understanding, with a number of different accounts. But in all honesty, 
with everything that has gone on with privacy and the whole sort of scrutiny that for the most part Instagram has got when it comes to mental health and its impact on society and young people particularly, I think this is going to be rolled out perhaps internationally. Um, Instagram as a platform is definitely one of those platforms that when they bring in changes are major changes. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, back in, I believe it was December of 2018, um, I actually posted up a video and you can check that out on my YouTube channel. I'll post a card somewhere on the side or later on you can uh, Google this if you're listening to me on the podcast where there was a glitch, a very sort of short-term glitch, but it was a major glitch when it came to the 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 sort of out the outline the platform uh, and how it sort of presents a post where they changed it from a vertical kind of scrolling position to something that you have to slide through almost like a stories view so that was very very interesting uh, to see now Instagram has been in the media a fair bit because it was uh, it's been criticised with affecting young people's mental health. It has an impact on society with the view of, you know, photoshopped images and the pressures that that puts on young people, just general people uh, overall. I don't think it's really age related, but one of the things that did pop up, there was a research that was done by the Royal Society of Public Health back in the UK. I'm just gonna read the title of uh, one of the things that came about from that uh, research. It says, Instagram ranked worst for young people's mental health. Um, I, I mean, there's been a lot of research. That's just one piece of research that's gone out. Um, I think anecdotally, if you've been using Instagram for a while, I think we can come to accept that there is a certain pressure that Instagram posts, um, the whole Instagram life, if you like, uh, can have on the mind and the psyche. Not everything appears to be what it appears to be, if that makes sense. Um, the other interesting thing, something that the head of Instagram, uh, Adam Masseri, mentioned, again, I'm just going to quote this as well, at the developer conference, he said that we want people to worry a little a bit less about how many likes they're getting on Instagram and spend a bit more time connecting with the people they care about. I mean, these, you know, that quote in itself and some of the research that's been out there, I think that goes to show that Instagram and Facebook as a whole is under a lot of pressure to switch things up, to change things around. And I also think there are some benefits to Instagram. I think Instagram changing things around, Facebook doing something to break the the pretty much you know status quo of a social media platform think about it youtube has views youtube has likes uh, twitter has likes uh, facebook has likes you know all of these elements of putting numbers uh, on posts uh, kind of put pressure and but also they are related to the pretty much core basic dna of a lot of these social media uh, platforms i think changing that around is going to change up how the platforms are perceived. Now, I think a lot of these platforms are incredibly, incredibly popular with massive user bases across different demographics. But there are elements of concern when it comes to numbers. There are concerns when it comes to, you know, how legit number one are these numbers. We know that there are many, many uh, sites out there where you can buy likes, you can buy views, you can buy a whole range of things. And I think Instagram is probably the most prolific out of a lot of the platforms. It's harder to do now on YouTube. It's harder to do on Twitter and Facebook. But when it comes to Instagram, it's pretty much notorious and prevalent. Now, Instagram have also made changes to the algorithm so that they're 
favoring less on likes when it comes to numbers and more on engagement, comments, um, you know, how much time someone spends with the content. And then that is adjusted and changed by the algorithm to show in terms of popularity. Um, but likes is very, very unique to Instagram in the sense that that was really one of the major indicators of a, a content, uh, a content's popularity. So I think changing this around is going to fundamentally change how we view Instagram as a platform. And I think Instagram needs that. Instagram needs a little better PR, but it might also sort of drive more attention on this platform doing something different, breaking the traditional uh, status quo or traditional social media mold. So those are my thoughts there. Those are the facts when it comes to what Instagram have announced. Um, I think we are going to see this rolled out. Let's talk about now how that's going to impact certain sort of key demographics of people that are on Instagram. Number one, how is it that going to impact the influencer audience or the influencer sector? Now, this is a multi-billion dollar industry, particularly here in this part of the world, in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Um, I am somebody that's made money from Instagram and I'm somebody that's sort of managed by an agency that um, deals with Instagrammers, influencers, content creators, whatever you want to call them. Instagram is one of the most interesting platforms in the sense that it is a platform that brands currently and agencies currently love. I think they love that for a number of reasons. Number one, it's pretty easy to, to kind of report on. Um, the numbers are easy, the understanding is easy, an image gets X amount of likes, therefore it must be popular, not popular, very popular, you know. It's it's quite easy to, to round Instagram up and the way that it puts its medium out there. Um, it's also incredibly easy for agencies and agencies to, or brands rather, to to see the numbers. So I think once these changes come about, I think it is going to put pressure on uh, particularly agencies, on how they quantify the investment, both in terms of money, but also in time uh, into certain content creators. I think what that might do is put pressure on agencies to stick with influencers that have been around on the platform for a longer period of time. So that might put pressure on newer uh, Instagram accounts or newer Insta influencers on trying to get or land those deals when it comes to making money off posts. I also think that it's going to be harder to report on. Now, my understanding is that content creators will be able to see the numbers. I'm not sure if that's going to still come through when these uh, changes are rolled out or if Instagram decides just to scrap the numbers full stop. There will be third party uh, analytical tools, something that you might find from the likes of social bakers or a few others that might dig down into the analytics to get those numbers that agencies and brands are going to need. But I think it is going to disrupt to some extent some of the influencer marketing. I don't think it's going to be a major kind of, it crashes overnight, even though there are a lot of people that would like to see that. Um, but I do think it's going to put another pressure on content creators and also agencies to create more sort of out-of-the-box content. Now, if you think about it currently, Instagram is one of those platforms where the kind of the equation for success is pretty rigid. Do this, X, Y, Z equals more likes, therefore perceived more popularity. And I think that removal of that monetary value of a content's worth or perceived content's worth is going to put pressure on content creators 
to change up, to do different things. And that, I think, is in the interest of Instagram as well as a platform. I think they want more of that. They want more quality, more content. And if you think about a lot of the tools that are rolling out into stories, IGTV, live, um, that indicates to me as a user of this platform that Instagram wants more content and more sort of changes to the norm across their overall product. Instagram is an interesting uh, application now because it, it's a one simple application that seems to offer so much in different forms. I think that's been purposely done. A lot of people say that they've stolen ideas from Snapchat, so on and so forth. There may be some element of truth in that, but I think Instagram has purposely decided to be a platform where you, you know, if you're a fan of longer form video, you can watch an IGTV. If you're a fan of a uh, fan of is essentially live, you can watch live uh, streams as they happen. If you're a fan of stories, you can see those stories. And if you're a fan of just posts and videos, you can see that on your feed. So there's multiple facets and elements of the, of the platform. That's one of its advantages, but it's also going to be one of their sort of disadvantages as well, because they need to find ways of engaging and creating more, um, essentially differences with the content that's currently out there. So that's the influence of marketing industry. What about for consumers? What about for people who just wanna use the platform? Well, I think there's gonna be some benefits for those groups of people because I think those individuals are gonna see more variance in content and quality of content. And that is a good thing for consumers, but it's also a good thing for spending time on this platform as well. It's kind of funny because on one hand, removing the likes deals with one of the criticisms when it comes to mental health, but you know, it kind of will push, in my opinion, more people to use the platform for longer. So it kind of, you know, ticks one box, but kind of expands on another issue, which is, you know, a lot of people say that there are platforms that, you know, a lot of people spend time on. Uh, certainly from my screen time numbers, Instagram is probably ranked one of the highest, even, before YouTube when it comes to amount of time that I spend on as a platform. So I think this will further proliferate the amount of time that we're spending. There also the amount of time we're spending looking perhaps for new content. This might also uh, change up the way uh, people are viewing new content, ex you know, exploring new content, finding new uh, content creators as well to follow. So I think all of these elements are going to play into effect. So I mean, in, in summary, what do I think? I think you know, I think getting rid of the likes is probably a good thing for content creators more than they might initially assume. I think it's going to put pressure on content creators to change up their quality of content. And that will then hopefully uh, put a bit more pressure on people that have just simply gained no notoriety based on the numbers. And also uh, it's going to put a lot of pressure on people who have you know, gone out there and bought likes or bought followers, the emphasis will be less on numbers and more on content. Um, that's what I feel. I, as somebody, as I mentioned previously, that's benefited from Instagram sort of advertising, being paid to post up on Instagram, my Instagram following isn't particularly large, um, but I have something that a lot of Instagrammers might not necessarily have, and that is the blue verification tick. One of the things that I noticed uh, after getting the verification tick is just how different people perceive and interact with me on the Instagram platform. 
so much so that it actually sometimes, and it has done, cross over into the real world. When people find out you're verified, they wanna know why you're verified. Who is this person? Why is this person got a blue tick? Even though a blue tick changes nothing about your account or uh, you know your algorithm where your account is uh, sort of post or seen. Um, and I think the same thing is true for numbers on posts. I think content creators feel the pressure of getting a said number, but I also feel uh, it can sometimes distort the view of what is considered popular by general users, people who are not content creators, people that just consume content, images, videos, whatever it might be, the numbers can sometimes sway people into assuming that that is better content when perhaps it might not be. Perhaps it's it's either bought or it's kind of, it's a kind of herd culture, which is that, oh, X amount of likes, therefore it must be popular, therefore I have to hit like. I don't know. I mean, these are my thoughts. I'd love to know what you guys think. And if you're watching me on YouTube, this is the best place to leave your comment. Just use that comment section down below. But if you're listening to me and want to sort of engage with me and let me know your thoughts, then what better way than to find me on Instagram? Go and find me, Adam Kwan, uh, and let me know your thoughts um, on, on what I've spoken about. You know, if I'm right, if I'm wrong, I'd love to know your opinion. Um, that is it for this podcast. Um, I'm not going to go any more than what I have done. I think I've spoken for long enough. Um, thank you so much if you've got to this point here in the podcast for listening through. Uh, as always, I really, really value your feedback. So if you've enjoyed this podcast or if you've hated it, please rate this podcast and leave a comment as to what you thought. Liked it? Tell me why. Hated it? Tell me why. So that I can improve on these podcasts going forward. That's it from me for now in this podcast. I'm M. Kwan. I've been talking to you about the Instagram likes and what that means for the Instagram generation. Until next time, stay safe, keep Instagramming. Peace and blessings.